Now the Bible says in Mark chapter 3 verses 1 to 5. Mark 3 verses 1 to 5. That Jesus entered the synagogue. And the first thing that Mark talks about. The first thing that Mark mentions. Was there in the synagogue is probably the first thing that Jesus noticed. That there was a man which had a withered hand. That's the very thing Jesus notices. And if Jesus were to enter here today, and there was something sitting right there in the back with a withered hand, I would think that that would be probably the first thing that Jesus would notice. And I would go beyond that. Probably this man, because of his condition, didn't want to be really up front or be in the and the sight of others, he's trying to find a place, uh, a very secluded place there in the back. But Jesus entered the synagogue and Jesus noticed him. And this comes in the midst of a controversy where, where the Pharisees were accusing Jesus of transgressing the Sabbath. And this comes in that context. This discussion was already going on. So they were there in the synagogue, and the Bible says in verse 2 that they watched him closely, whether he would heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might have something to accuse him. So, you know, as, as the pastor of this congregation, as pastors, I should say, we are called to preach the word. And sometimes the word, the word will be that... Uh, it will somehow touch some, some areas in our lives, in our minds, in our hearts. That will bring us some discomfort. But that's not the pastor's uh, work. It's actually the word in action. So if the word moves you somehow, if the word brings you some discomfort... You are called to respond to that. But it's not the pastor's job. It's not anyone's job to accuse others. And that's something that the Bible makes clear here. Because they were looking at Jesus to accuse him. So we are not here to accuse each other. If something needs to be changed in your life, be open to it and God's word will show you. Turn your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. Hebrews 4.12. We'll see here how God's word in action is powerful. Hebrews 4.12. And I read, For the word of God is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So that's the power that God's word has. To go to penetrate into the inner depths of your soul. And to cause discomfort. But to help you discern what you need. What you need to learn from God. To help you discern the intents of your own heart. So you can comprehend how far or near you are to God's plan for you. Jesus looks at that man in Mark chapter 3 going back and he says, step forward. 
and the man steps forward. But before Jesus does anything, he asks the crowd, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? And what did they say? They said nothing. And brothers and sisters, please don't get me wrong. I'm not calling anyone a Pharisee here. You know, at, 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 in, in, in a certain sense, all of us have a Pharisaic attitude at times. But a church that keeps silent is not really responding to God's call. I love to hear the amens from the congregation. And you are free to do that anytime. You are free to, to, to voice out your passion for the Lord. You are free to express that in amens. And praise the Lord and hallelujahs. And I said this before here. I understand and I say it again. I understand this is a predominantly white church. But it has nothing to do with white or black or blue or pink or whatever. It has to do with our passion. It has to do with what we believe or we don't. Because Jesus asked them, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? And they could have said, no, it's not. They could have uh, reprimanded Jesus if they, if they wanted to. But they chose not to say anything. And that's my call for you today. Just don't, don't keep silent. Just don't keep mute. Say something. Say something. Do something. Don't stay silent. Don't remain silent. The Lord is asking you pertinent questions. Are you prepared to do something for me today? Are you prepared to, to respond to my calling? Are you? And you keep silent. No, don't do that. The Lord expects a response from you. The Lord, the Lord exp expects you to re respond to His calling. And to do something. He asked the man step forward. Had the man remained silent, he would have stayed there in the back. And Jesus wouldn't have be, been able to do anything for him. But the man stepped forward. And Jesus goes forward. He says, stretch out your hand. Jesus knew where the problem was. Jesus had all the power to heal him right there where he was. But Jesus wanted him to step forward. Jesus wanted him to stretch out his hand. And he did it and Jesus healed him. So today as we partake of God's uh, meal, of the Lord's Supper here today. As we partake of that, my appeal to you is that you, you know I can't preach and not make an appeal. My appeal to you is that you, is that you respond to the Lord. Is that you do something. Is that you say something. Don't keep silent. Jesus said, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, you, you can't remain silent. It, it just doesn't help for you to hear the Lord's voice. Yes, I heard him. It's the voice of my Lord. And you don't do anything. You have to open the door. You have to respond. And when you do that, the, the Lord will perform the miracle that you are not able to perform. But you have to take the first step. You have to take the first step. So that's my prayer for us today. And as we partake of the Lord's Supper. May we be, be, uh, may we be brought closer. Sorry. 
brought closer to him and to the blessed hope that he will come again one day and we are going to have the chance to participate in the supper of the Lamb with Jesus Christ himself. Amen. Amen.